Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Uh, Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity that we can hear the word. Lord, we want to build our faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Therefore, today, impart faith into our life. Impart the understanding and light into our spirit so that we know the light. We have the revelation and understanding how to walk victoriously on earth here. We thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The life on earth here is a temporary thing. One of these days, we will all leave this world. One day, we're going to be on the other side of eternity. That is in heaven. Our life on earth is very short compared to eternity. I remember one preacher say this way, you are not ready to live until you are ready to die. If you are not ready to die, you are not ready to live. In other words, each day on earth is the preparation for eternity. It's like me, when I first came to the U.S., the first eight years of my life in the U.S. was very tough. I had to be on call every day. I had to go to medical school to be trained to be a neurosurgeon. I rarely saw my wife. I came home late at night, woke up at five and disappeared. She rarely saw me. That's why we did not have a baby for eight years. Because she rarely saw me. We could not have a baby. If the husband is not around, how can you have a baby? <laughs> the life was very tough, but I was willing to pay the price. I know that one day, this price that I pay will make my family better. I finished the school, then I became a neurosurgeon, and I could feed my family very well. And now I'm reaping what I invested in those eight years. In the same way, that is just natural life. But how about life in heaven? If we don't do anything right now, we just live day by day. When you get to heaven, you will be surprised. Because other people have a big house, big mansion, but you have a little, little condominium. And you will be sad that you have wasted your time on earth for nothing. That's why it's so important to learn how to live on this earth for eternity. But while we are living on earth, definitely we want to live a victorious life. We want to live a productive and fruitful life. We want to be healthy. We don't want to be poor, that we cannot pay bills. We don't want to live sick and weak and always in the hospital and could not do anything. We want to be strong we want to help other people. We want to be the blessing to the nations. Just like God said to Abraham, I bless you so that you can be the blessing to the nations. In order to be the blessing, you need to live 
healthy, strong, and live a long life. If you live short life, how can you be the blessing to your grandkids? I expect that I will see my great grandkids and bless them. Right now, my grandkids are only seven years old. So great grandkids, it means if they marry at 25, it means I need to live until about 90 years old. Then I will see my great grandkids. Today, I want to talk about longevity. Longevity. How to live a long life with good health and with strength without sickness and disease. There is a university in America called Boston University School of Medicine. They study about the life of people who live above 100 years old. There is a medical terminology calling these people centenarians. Centi, cent means 100. Centenarians are those who live more than 100 years old. They studied these people and they found a few factors that caused these people to live more than 100 years old with good health, with strength, and still going around everywhere. If you live more than 110 years old, you are called by the doctor super centenarian. How many people want to be super centenarian, more than 110 years old? I want to. Pastor Da cannot run away from me. I'm going to be around Pasada for a long time. Actually, my goal is not just being a centenarian. I want to be like Enoch and Elijah. At 120 years old, I don't die. I just disappear. God just took my body like Enoch and Elijah. I and Pasada want to be the third and the fourth person in the world history that just disappear from earth without death. That would be great. Is that right? They find many reasons, many factors why these people live a long life with good health. They found that few centenarians are obese. In the case of men, they are nearly always lean. They are thin, not <laughs> obese. Number two, most of them are not smokers. Number three, and this is one of the Think that we're going to talk about it today. Most centenarians are better able to handle stress than the majority of people. Everyone says stress. A centenarian is a person who can handle stress, who will not allow pressure, troubles, and difficulties in life make them sad, anxious, bitter, and lose sleep. They learn how to handle stress very well. They will not allow the stress to push them down. That's why the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 to 34. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. Everyone say, do not worry. <laughs> what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, 
can add one cubit to his stature. So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow; they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Nor if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Everyone say faith. Faith is opposite to worry and anxiety and fear. If you have faith, you have joy, you have peace, and you're going to live a long life. Oh, you of little faith! Therefore, do not worry, saying, "What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear?" For all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first. I'm going to teach a sermon series called "First Thing" in the near future. This is one of the first thing of Jesus, the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. My dear brother and sister. Worry will not add one day to your life, but in fact, worry will take many days out of your life. In the medical science, medical field, we have proven that worry, anxiety, fear, and all the bad attitudes cause people to be sick. Your blood pressure go up. Your blood sugar go up. You could not sleep at night. Then what happened? You're weak. You get infection easily because you worry all the time. That's why, as a pastor and preacher, one of my jobs in the church is to inject faith into people. I want people to have more faith because the more faith you have, the less worry, the less anxiety you will have, and whatever come against you. You just stand and look at that mountain and say, "It's a piece of cake. Get out of here. My God is bigger than this problem. The one who is in me is greater than the one in this world of this world." Amen? Amen. If you look at the faces of people around you all over the world, you see that most people could not smile, could not be happy. They have long faces. They have. Worries and anxieties, and that's why most people get sick. That's why most people die sooner, because they let pressure and tension in life come against them. They allowed it to happen. My dear brother and sister, everyone in this world will face pressure, troubles, and problems in life. But the question is, how do you handle them? Are you allowing them? To put you down, are you willing to fight and trust God and say, "I'm not gonna let this problem make me worry and lose sleep"? First Peter chapter five verses six to seven. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him. If you have any concern, any problems, any worry, what do you do? 
give it to God and don't worry about it for He cares for you. I learned this secret in life. When I see problem, I just say God. I am human. I am limited. I cannot handle everything. I'm gonna give this to you, and I will listen to the Holy Spirit. What I need to do next? Then I calm down and smile and happy and laugh and eat and sleep and be happy. Don't let anything steal your joy, because if you let the things in the world steal your joy, you may live a short life. You will not be very fruitful in life. Amen. So don't let worry, don't let pressure come and steal the joy from you. Trust God, believe God. He can move the mountain for you. He is the El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. He is the great God. He can help you everything in your life. Amen. Just trust God. And sometimes people are bogged down or just get pressure by. The guilt in their life. How many people have made mistakes in the past? I have made mistakes many times, and sometimes we allow the stress of guilt to push us down. Oh, I make mistake. I make another person stumble. Oh, I say something wrong to my wife. I feel bad about it. You let all this mistake push you down, then you begin to get sick, and you begin. To lose strength, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. But when you lose your joy, you're going to be weak. And when you get weak, your immune system go down, and then you get sick easily. Actually, the medical doctors already find out that laughter increases the immune system in the body. People who laugh all the time rarely get sick. Not only that, laughter or joy. Will increase the growth hormone and make you look younger. You may be 75 years old, but you look like just 45, like Pasada. <laughs> She look young. No, no, you look young like you. No, I'm not saying you 75. You look like a 25. I don't tell people your age. <laughs> you look younger than age because you are happy. You smile. You have the Growth hormone come out from your pituitary gland, and it, it make you look young. But people who are depressed, who are stressful, and who always worry and anxious, they look very old, look very weak, and they lose their hair more. The hair grow white quicker because you are always worry about many things. Amen. The Lord want us to obey Him. The Lord want us to forgive ourselves when we make mistake. What do we do? In First John chapter one verse nine, the Bible say, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." So when you make mistake, the answer is repent ASAP. Ask God for forgiveness ASAP, and then. Forget about it and move on, and don't live in the guilt any longer. And make a decision: you're gonna obey the voice of the Lord your God. You live a life of obedience. The Bible gives us the promise in Exodus chapter twenty-three, verses twenty-one to twenty-six. 
Beware of him and obey his voice. Everyone say, "I am aware of God. I'm sensitive to God, and I obey His voice." The reason I like to lay hand on people to get get touched by the Holy Spirit. That is the way to train you to be aware and sensitive to the presence of God. I notice that people who are sensitive to God in the revival meeting will be sensitive to God in the shopping mall, in the bus, or at their office, because you learn how to hook up to be aware of the presence of God. And then when He speaks, you obey His voice. Do not provoke him. In other words, do not make him upset, for he will not pardon your transgression. For my name is in him. But if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies. God said that whoever want to sue you, give you a hard time. God gonna fight the battle for you. You're gonna have victory because your enemy gonna be his enemies. And an adversary to your adversary, for my angel will go before you. How many people want the angel to go before you, to fight the battle for you? Amen. And bring you into the Amorites and the Hittites, into San Diego and Los Angeles and Orange County, and Pirisite and Canaanites and the Hivites, and all these are enemy of God's people. I will cut them off. Your enemy, demons, and the evil spirit, and Satan will be cut off. I show a picture of the lion last Sunday in my church. If you watch the live stream, you notice I show the picture of lion. God showed me one day that in this world, the devil is like a rolling lion. He's look at you. Have you ever watched the movie from Africa and saw lion? Look at the deer. When the deer come close, the lion would run very quickly, and then bam, grab on and tear the neck and eat the flesh of that deer. You need to understand that in this world, we have Satan. We know there are evil spirit, and they are ready to bite, to kill, to steal, and to destroy us any moment. And as a believer who understand this principle, we need to be on guard, and we need to have the angel before us. We need to have the shield of favor around us, so that when the lion run to us, the hair gonna knock on the shield and bounce off, and cannot touch us with sickness and disease. Do you see the picture? The lion come run to you. The shield rises up from God. The angel stand there. The lion hit the shield and hit the angel, bows off, and you shall be saved. You will not be sick, you will not be weak, you will not get into the accident because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. You shall not bow down to their gods. You shall not bow down to money. Don't love money more than God. Don't love entertainment more than God. You choose God first. Amen. Nor serve them, nor do according to their works, but you shall utterly overthrow them and completely break down their sacred pillars. So don't have idols in your life. So you shall serve the Lord your God. You need to make a decision. 
if you want to live a long life, join a good local church. And you say, even ten elephants pull me out of the church, I will not leave. How many people know Brother Tom from Seattle? Tom and Brenda, pirate. Brother Tom or pirate told me, Pastor, if you kick me out from your church, I will not leave. I will serve anyway. This man determined, I will be in the church of God and I will serve the Lord, my God. Amen. So you need to have that attitude. He will bless your bread. He will bless your Filipino food. He will bless your jaya and bless your what is Laotian food, som tam, and he will bless your water. Amen. He will bless your water, and he will take sickness. I like that. When the sickness come, he will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. If God, at the time of creation, said that you shall have how many days on earth, you shall live to the fulfillment of your days. God gave maximum day to mankind in Genesis chapter six, verse three. The Bible said, "Then the Lord said, 'My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time.' At that time, the people rebelled against God before the flood happened in the world, before Noah built the ark. For they are only mortal flesh. Before this time, Adam and Eve and their children lived for five hundred years, six hundred years." But after the flood, in the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. So, no human on earth live more than 120 years. But can we live 120 years with good health, with strength, and still walk around with good memory? And you still travel on mission at 100 years old? Can you? You can, if you walk the way God say. God will give you a long, healthy, strong life. I'm giving you the secret right now how to live a long life. Amen? Don't let the worry come and bother you. Another way to live a long life is to live a life of obedience to God. Obey His command. What is His command? Love one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15 says, and the Lord will take away from you all sickness and will affect you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt, which you have known, but will lay them on all those who hate you. My dear brother and sister, if you live a life of love and obedience, you shall live a long life. You will not die soon. If you get mad at somebody, you get upset, hurry up to forgive. Hurry up to love. When God says something to you, obey Him. Amen? Amen? I remember many years ago when I got into the file of God and I started to lay hands on people. People in the church started to get drunk in the Holy Spirit, get touched. I lost about 10 families 
well-to-do family, have good money, they left the church. They got mad at me that I lay hand. And then somebody told me, "Stop laying on of hand, please. Stop moving in the fire, because if you will offend rich people." I stopped for six months, and then the Lord told me, "Are you gonna obey man or obey me?" I repented right away. I say, "I'm gonna bring it back to my church. I will not stop laying on of hand." And that family who told me to stop laying on of hand left the church. I was willing to lose these members, but I obeyed the Lord. You know, those members who left cannot give me long life, cannot extend my life. Only God can give me 120 years. Bye bye. God bless you. I choose God first. Amen. Sometimes when you obey the Lord, some people may be offended. Some people may not be happy about it. It's their problem, not my problem. Sorry, I'm gonna obey the Lord. I want to live a long life. I love them, but it's their choice. If they don't want to be in the church with the glory, it's their choice. I rather be to be in the church with the glory. You know why? I'm gonna read for you. How many people believe that God wants to bless you? In every area of your life, He wants to bless your physical body, bless your emotion, bless your finances, bless your spirit. The third letter of John, verse two, say, "Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things." Everyone say, "All things,", all things. not just one thing, all things, and be in health just as your soul prosper. Good health, soul prosper, spirit strong. God wants to bless every aspect of our life, because God cares for our body. He wants to give us the blessing on our body as well. Let me read this scripture: Romans chapter eight, verse eleven. But if the spirit of Him who raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He means the spirit. Who raised Jesus up? Who raised up Christ from the dead? Shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelt in you. The word "mortal" means subject to death. Our body is subject to death, and the word "quickens" in the Greek language means to give. And restore life, to give vigor, to give activity, to stir up the energy, to rouse and stimulate life, to restore life to, to make us more active, to be more sensitive, to become alive and revive. Who revive our physical body to be healthy and strong? Who? The Holy Spirit, is that right? So that's why I love to lay hand and let the Holy Spirit touch people. If you notice, as you come to church long enough to be in the presence of the Holy Spirit, you notice that the sickness start to leave your body. Today I heard the testimony from Brother Alex. He 
could not walk, he has problem with his feet, but because he kept coming to the Holy Spirit, eventually the sickness disappear. The Holy Spirit gave life to his mortal body. You can live a long life when you are willing to allow the Holy Spirit to touch you, to give you life all the time. Amen. Should the church welcome the Holy Spirit? Should we be a chain of the Holy Spirit? How many people know the man named Obed Edom in the Bible? Obed Edom is a gatekeeper. This man, after King David, did not want to take the Ark of the Covenant or the presence of the Holy Spirit in that generation to the city of David. Obed Edom, who knows how to take care of the Ark, welcome the Ark or the presence of the Holy Spirit into his house. He know how to take care of it, and the Bible said that those three months. His house was blessed. I noticed that when the church welcomed the presence of the Holy Spirit, people are healthier, family is happier, money come in, people don't get into sickness easily, the kids are healthier, everything is better because we welcome the Ark of the Covenant into our house, into the church. Amen. After you listen to this teaching. You should be wise enough to find a church that welcome the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit will give you life, will quicken your body. Not only the Holy Spirit will quicken your body to live a long life. The Bible says in the Book of Psalm, chapter one hundred nineteen, verse fifty, "This is my comfort in my affliction, for Thy word hath quickened me." What else quicken our life? The word of God, Psalm 119, verse 93. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. The word of God quickens us, give us life. Proverbs chapter 4, 20 to 22. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life. Everyone say life. life. To those who find them. And health to all their flesh. God gave us two things to keep us long life. To be healthy. To have life. You may be sitting there. And you say, Pastor, you know, I don't care much about what you say. I just turned 30 years old. I'm not 80 yet. I don't worry about it. I don't worry about death. I don't worry about being old now. I'm 30 only. I want to tell you right now. People can die at 30 years old. Car accident. Brain tumor. As I mentioned last night, a woman with brain tumor, was operated by my partner, a neurosurgeon. She died on the table, 34 years old. I know somebody who died at only 40 years old. Don't think that you're going to live forever. Every day, we should do something so that we can live a long life. Amen? And one thing we should do, 
is to be filled with the Holy Spirit and believe that the Holy Spirit gives us life. We should not live in stress. We should not worry and be anxious. We should forgive ourselves, forgive other people, love people. Don't live in bitterness. Don't live in grudges and anger. Just be peaceful. Have faith. Love God. Obey God and serve the Lord and build the kingdom of God. Be in the Word all the time. Amen. When I listen to the Word of God, I never listen just to pass by. I listen carefully, attentively. When I go to any meeting and I listen to the preacher, I don't pull my phone out and play and text message. I listen attentively. And I want God to speak to my spirit. I want the Word of God to come in to quicken my life. And I notice as I am in the spirit and I'm in the Word, I rarely get sick. Because both of them give me life. They are health to me. They give me good health. They heal me. They protect me. The Spirit and the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Not only that, the last thing I want to say, how to live a long life, longevity. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 to 5. I will read from King James Version. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened, everyone say quickened, give life to us. Together with Christ, by grace, ye are saved. What does it mean here? It means that we have a strong relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, quicken us together with Christ. We need to be connected to Jesus all the time. Two ways to connect to Jesus. Number one is to pray, read the Bible, spend time with Him, talk to Him, listen to Him. Second way, connect to a good local church. Because a good local church is the body of Christ. You lie to me when you say, I love Jesus, but you don't care about local church. You lie. Because if you love Jesus, you love the local church. Because the local church is His body. You connect to Jesus by spending time praying, reading the Bible, listening to Him, love Him, obey Him, make Him happy. And two, serve and connect in the local church. That's how you show love to Jesus. You connect to Jesus. And while you are connected to Jesus, there is one word come up in this scripture. The word mercy. Brother and sister, we are not perfect. We try our best to connect to the Holy Spirit. We try the best to re- listen to the sermon, read the Bible, get the word of God in. We do our best to not worry, to not be anxious, to forgive ourselves, to forgive other people, and don't live in bitterness and anxiety. But at the same time, let us draw the mercy of God. Everyone say mercy. Mercy is God's character. What does it mean, mercy? It means that 
He keep his covenant and his promise despite our unworthiness and unfaithfulness. In other words, we all make mistake. We disobey God off and on. We make mistake. Because we make mistake, we depend on the mercy of God. Amen. I have made so many mistakes in my life, and every morning I wake up, God, I depend on Your mercy that You will not punish me, that You will show me what's wrong I have done, that I will repent quickly. Oh Lord, show me right now. I need Your mercy. Please show Your loving kindness. Your mercy, your goodness, your favor to me. I need your mercy. We need to learn how to depend on the mercy of God. Amen. With the mercy of God, we are forgiven. We make mistake, but we are forgiven, and God still help us and save us from sickness and death, premature death. Amen. So that is very important. How many people depend on the mercy of God? Raise your hand up. How many people talk to God? Please show your mercy to me. I need your mercy. Do we deserve His help? No, but by His mercy, He help us. Amen. Amen. One last thing I want to say: First Corinthians chapter three, verses sixteen to seventeen. Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defies the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are? Are you the temple of God, or you are the temple of demons? I am the temple of God. Amen. What it means is that we need to take care of this temple, of the body. We take care of the temple by living wisely. We don't drink alcohol, smoke cigarette. We rest enough. We exercise enough. We are careful of what we eat. We are careful of what we eat. Amen. If we eat too much carbohydrate and sugar, we may have diabetes. If we eat too much, we may die sooner. There is a medical word, medical terminology called BMI. B, body, M, mass, I, index. In the medical field, we have proven that if a person has a high BMI, for example, I'm 162. But if my weight is 200, my BMI is very big because I'm short, but my body weight is too much on my height. BMI go by height and weight. The smaller you are, you should have less weight. If you don't take care of the food, eating the right thing, you may live shorter. The medical side already proved that if people have high BMI number, they live shorter than people who have normal BMI. So we have to be careful. I have a discipline in my life. When I eat for a few bites, I stop, and I don't eat anymore. I stop. No matter how delicious it is, I just stop. 
I know I have enough. I'm not 25 years old. I'm not a 10 years old boy growing up need more food. I'm already grown up. I don't need a lot of food because if I eat too much, where is gonna go? Gonna go to the vessel of my heart, go to the vessel of my brain, and then it's gonna cause stroke, heart stroke, and then die soon. That's why we need to be careful of how we rest, exercise, and eat, and don't eat anything that will destroy your own body. Amen. We need to take care of the temple of the Holy Spirit. All these things come because we love God and fear God. Psalm 25:12-14. Where is the man who fears the Lord? God will teach him how to choose the best. If you fear God, God going to show you how to eat, how to rest. If you fear God, God going to show you you are mad at somebody right now. Please forgive that person. If you fear God, you like to go to the prayer line and get filled with the Holy Spirit. If you fear God, you're going to listen to the Word of God all the time. Then He will show you what is the best way for you. He shall live within God's circle of blessing. How many people want to live in the circle of blessing? And His children shall inherit the earth. Friendship with God is reserved. For those who reverence him, those who honor him and fear him, with them alone he shares the secrets of his promises. If you want to live a long life, you need to fear the Lord. Everything God say, I do it. If God say turn right, turn right. God say turn left, you turn left. You obey the Lord. If God correct you and warn you. And really discipline you. You say, "I'm sorry. I repent right now." You don't play game. You repent very quickly. You believe quickly. You obey Him quickly. You take the word of God that you learn seriously and do it. You do whatever you learn from the teacher and preacher. Do it. Don't play game. Reverence God. Fear God. If you have any bad attitude. Repent as soon as possible, amen. Don't keep any bad attitude on the inside of you. You want to keep your life clean, pure, and holy, so that you will be the holy temple, and sickness and disease cannot attack you. You will not die soon. You live a long life, amen. I'm giving you the secret today, secret of living a long, healthy life. In conclusion, number one. Don't let stress come and make you worry. Give the stress to God. Give the worry to God, and live a life of faith and a life of peace and joy. Don't let anything steal your joy away. Laugh every day. Laugh every day. Ha 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 ha. Ho 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 ho. He 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 he. Laugh every day. Have joy. Have peace. Don't be depressed. Don't be worried. It doesn't help you. Give it to God. The problem in your life, and trust God and do your part to obey God. Number two, get into the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. Be filled with the Holy Spirit because the Spirit quickens you. Three, stay in the Word of God every day. Listen to the Word, read the Word, 
obey the word of God. Four, take care of the temple of the Holy Spirit. Be wise in how you eat, how you rest, how you exercise. Five, you walk in connection with Jesus. Obey Him. He said the first command is to love, love, forgive, bless people, live a life of loving people. Then you're gonna have the fulfillment of your days on earth here. You will not die soon. In connection with Jesus, you depend on the mercy of God. Believe me, I say all of these things. Not everybody gonna do what I say. It's your own choice. How many people say I will do what the Bible says? How many people gonna practice what you learn today? Do you want to live a long life? Yes. Amen. Amen. Healthy, strong, happy. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. So first of all, I want to make sure that you are in connection with the Lord Jesus Christ. You have Jesus in your heart. I will ask you, if you want to make sure that Jesus is the Lord of your life, you will talk to Him. You pray to Him right now. Invite Jesus to come into your life as your Lord and your Savior right now. Ask Him to come in. Make that decision. I will lead you to pray, and you just follow my prayer. How many people want Jesus in your life? Raise your hand up. Thank you, Jesus. Pray with me. Keep your hand up and pray with me. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord. You sent your Son Jesus to take my sin away, to take my sickness away, to pay the price, the wages of sin for me. You forgive me. You give me life. Through Christ Jesus, I ask for your mercy, Lord. Show your mercy to me. And right now, I receive mercy through Christ Jesus. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Live on the inside of me. From today on, I have a personal relationship with you. I will talk to you, listen to you, obey you, love you, reverence you, honor you all the days of my life. O oh Lord, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Give me life, and give it more abundantly. I believe and declare your Holy Spirit and your Word shall quicken my body, shall quicken my mind, my spirit. You shall bless me with the blessing of Abraham. Sickness and disease cannot touch me. You send your angel 
to go before me, and the enemy cannot touch me. I will be free from any accident. You preserve me in the name of Jesus. I welcome your Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.